right, this isn't cool. She had to have four other boyfriends. I guess she never thought I'd become tentacle pope of the world. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. This is Back to the Futurama, your podcast voyage through the movie reboots of one of the greatest TV shows Fox ever canceled. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And today we're talking about The Beast with a Billion Backs, Part 3. I don't have a bit, so that's a lot of backs, huh? <laughs> I ba- wonder what that got could mean. Back. Oh, I like that. That's a, that's a song that's good. By Sir Mix a lot. I like billion backs, and I cannot lie. Okay, you other podcasters cannot deny. Oh, certainly not. When a back walks in with a, I'm losing it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great that I, I didn't give you anything to go off of anyway. Okay. Well, no, I will say this: I give you crap about our opening bit all the time. That's hard. <laughs> That's hard yeah, stuff. Yeah, stuff. I'm like, how to make four opening bits off the same material, basically, like. Okay, if you were Pope, <laughs> okay, what would your first decree be? Uh, my first decree would be someone else becomes the Pope. Oh, I'm sorry, I meant space Pope, not regular Pope. Oh, my first decree would be that uh, y'all got to stop making fun of Uranus. Okay, because it's a good planet. Well, I mean, if if y- well, it kind of depends on where you are in the timeline because it's it might not be Uranus. Well, this is me. This, oh, so this, like so right now, if you were Space Pope, right, I'm right space now. Space Pope of 2018. Okay. I'm going to say, stop making fun of Uranus because it's a good planet. It's very pretty to look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a moon named Miranda. It rotates named on after its Lin-Manuel. side, obviously. Uh, they named it after Lin-Manuel Miranda and his hit musical in the Heights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they did it before Hamilton. They, before they, Hamilton. They saw it. They saw first. it. They they, they were like we knew gotta we he gotta was name, be big. We gotta name this after this guy. He's gonna be gigantic. It has rings. Okay. And so um, so what you're saying is that the astronomers liked it, so they put a ring on it. I mean Is that how rings work? I believe that's astronomers how rings work. put rings on things, yes. <laughs> so that's gonna be that's gonna be my official decree. Okay. Um no, so speaking of popes. Uh, oh, <laughs> Okay, this is going in a direction I had a I dream w- about the Pope last night. <laughs> Go on. I had a dream about the Pope last night. Okay. God, there's it's hard to make that not sound sexy. <laughs> it's not the young or sexy Pope. It's just the Pope. Okay, let me backtrack. It's hard okay. to make that not sound like I'm trying to make it sexy because that's not a sexy thing to say. But I had a dream had about it. the Pope last night. <laughs> I dreamt about the Pope last night. <laughs> Dear diary. <laughs> Dear d- <laughs> I dreamt about the Pope last night. The Dear diary is just incredible. No, I had a dream about the Pope where I met him and I kept saying El Papa because that's what Spanish. Sure. It's the Pope yeah. in Spanish mm-hmm. and he's from uh, Argentina. Yes. And he was like, no, no, no. And like, you can, you can 
say it in English. It's fine. Um, or if you like, you can always call me Popsicle. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like it was That's a, a choice. And then he thought he laughed about it a lot, and so he thought it was really funny. <laughs> and the fact that the Pope thought it was funny is what made it funny. Uh, and so that was the dream I had last night about the Pope. <laughs> so that was it. Uh huh. Dear diary. Dear diary. <laughs> Just dreamt about the Pope I again last night. <laughs> the addition of the word again. If if this is not the first time you've dreamt about the Pope. Well, no. This is this is the second entry because I already made my first entry about. Oh right. Mm-hmm. This is this is tomorrow's entry. Oh, I see. I'm calling. I'm calling it now. Like Babe Ruth standing up to the plate and pointing, pointing at the Pope, pointing out at left field. This is me pointing out the Pope at, at that dream uh, where I'm going to be standing. <laughs> well, now the dream's going to be I'm up to bat and the Pope's <laughs> going to be out in the stands. I'm going to point at the Pope and be like, "This one, this one's for you, <laughs> this El one's, Papa. <laughs> this one's for you, Papasicle." <laughs> and you're gonna hit a home run and he's gonna catch it and he's gonna be like thank you my son the beast with a billion bags part three we get a previously on futurama where zap kisses the screen i don't like it yeah there's the as we discussed last week the previously ons are just weird so blah 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 we find out what happened previous episodes yeah if, if you want to find out what happened in the last episode listen to the last episode of back to the futurama Next week, we should do a last week on Back to the Futurama <laughs> and then have it entirely be about me talking about the Pope. <laughs> yes, previously on Back to the Futurama. I had he a said, dream about the Pope again last night. Popsicle. <laughs> so that's, that's the detail in that dream that makes it so good. Right? Because, and that he thought it was funny. Like he was just like this is this is my brand of pope humor, and pope humor, humor uh huh. <laughs> Anyways, we start out the episode in New New York, where everybody is pointing up at the anomaly up in the sky, and a big purple tentacle starts coming out of it. Um, the Nimbus is in a battle, a space battle with uh, what ends up being more multi- like tons of these purple tentacles um zap indicates that it's invulnerable as he controls the nimbus from the Times square applebee's i think applebee's still follows both of us on twitter at this point and i don't know why well we're giving we're talking about him when was the last time you ate at an applebee's it's been a while i i've eaten at an olive garden more, more recently than an applebee's I think uh, 2015 Ooh, for me. You're going m- way more better with dates on this I w- one. Well, I remember because I was on a road trip and we were in Idaho and everything closes at 10 in Idaho except for the Applebee's and huh. we had been on the road all day. And you got to get that good food. We had to get food. <laughs> okay, I see you've removed a word from what I said and I think you're probably right on that. Um, sorry, Applebee's who follows us on Twitter. Applebee's is crazy about that Back to the Futurama. No, they follow us on our personal accounts, not on oh, the that's actual... that's right. I forgot about that. Not on the <laughs> Back to the Futurama. Th- Applebee's, Maybe. tweet it Back to Futurama, please. <laughs> Let's tweet at Applebee's to s- follow Back to the Futurama, our podcast. After we've told them that they have food. <laughs> hey, it's better than... I. It's uh, There are some places that I've been that I'd say, I don't even know if it was food. Uh, yeah, so Zap gives this whole voiceover about how defeat is inevitable. 
Um, but he is controlling it all remotely from, uh, like Mike said, the Times Square Applebee's. And then the professors are back at the White House. They mm-hmm. are talking to Nixon. And he, uh, the professors are saying that they've come up with this plan to encase the entire planet in what the professor says, Daimondium. And then Wernstrom argues, no, we instead we should use Daimondilium. Because Daimondium can be, Wernstrom can gum it with his dentures behind his back. Gross. I mean, it doesn't matter where the dentures are if they're not in his mouth. I think it matters where the dentures are because there are some places I don't want them to be. Oh, like where, Ben? Um, you know, like in my bed, like imagine crawling into bed and like... You just find Wernstrom's dentures? There's someone's dentures there. True. I wouldn't want a margarita served with a pair of dentures in it. Right. See, so that's what I'm saying. The location of the dentures matter. Okay. No, you. <laughs> they get into a whole argument because it, I think it's it's pretty clear that one of them basically invented, uh, the professor basically invented Daimondium and yeah. Wernstrom invented Daimondilium. Uh, Nixon, which, by the way, well, Daimondilium is a fun word to say. It's a very good word. I agree. Um, Nixon doesn't care. <laughs> Just choose one and they go back to the death ball arena. The, it's, one of the few times there's just a, a very quick cut that I actually really enjoy where it's just like, uh, just figure out how to decide. And then it cuts to the death ball arena. The professor has lost and he's like, diamond dillium it is. And then we move on to the next scene. It's very good. As he's being crushed by one of these giant balls that are in the death ball arena. It's, it's all very good. I mean, I just love death ball. Why can't that be an actual sport? Uh, probably because it has death in the name and that's a lot of liability for some lawyers to talk about. Freaking lawyers, man. I mean, I don't, (laughs) I will say, I don't think the problem is lawyers on this one. (laughs) Okay. Um, so the League of Robots, Bender is asking, when do we kill all humans? Uh, Calculon basically says never. Uh, and then he's very condescending to Bender. Like we haven't killed humans for 800 years. And. And that was a very sick Girl Scout. <laughs> it's such a rough thing to say. Calculon is really condescending in his answer, and Bender gets pretty pretty uh, pissed off about it. It's true. Um, I mean, the League of Robots motto is even kill all humans. Yeah, they so. don't follow it. No. It's like founding a thing is like with a motto of every time we buy a book, we donate one to orphans, and then never buying a book. Then you find out. That the books were the orphans the whole time. Oh, that that's got a twist. Dark. <laughs> that got really dark. That's a that's a hell of a twist. <laughs> the new horror book from from Ben. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> the books were orphans the whole time. Wait, the orphans were the books the whole time. Sorry, I, I'm, I think I, either, I'm angled your book's way, title. It's fine either way. So back on the surface, the Earth is now encased in these little hexagonal pieces of diamondilium and uh wernstrom gives kind of a a a very a victorious speech well sentence then uh while the professor is like oh like you say that like it was just your idea as a professor is saying that tentacles break through the diamondilium pieces 
And then the professor is like, yep, that was all my opponents here. Yeah, it's uh, all worms from Everything was his. And uh, these tentacles just start engulfing everything. Yeah. Uh, the Planet Express crew try to leave in the Planet Express ship. Um, but they run directly into the Diamondilium and uh, kind of like accordion into a flat disc and fall back to Earth. But everybody's okay. Yeah, I'm surprised. it's amazing. The marvels of modern science in the future. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so everything is just covered in tentacles. And then one tentacle kind of comes up and it sort of, I wrote that it poops fries out because it kind of does. Yeah, I wrote fry emerges. It's hard to describe. Fry is birthed out of this tentacle. It's pick pick a bodily function that might expel a thing. Uh-huh. And then Fry does that out of a tentacle. Yeah, and and think about how horrible that sounds. And They're all bad. And that's about as horrible as it looked. Uh-huh. It's it's kind of gross. There's some mm-hmm. gross stuff that happens in this episode. Yes. Yeah, remind me remind me to uh get back on on the gross level in the uh part where uh fry is addressing the crowd later on i have a story anyways okay oh good yes a gross story about fry addressing a crowd yep um so fry gives i mean later on not this one but fry (laughs) fry gives a speech about how he now knows the purpose of our existence and that purpose is apparently thou shall love the tentacle He, he also tells everybody to open your necks and receive the love it's, you lose me at open your neck. I mean, granted, the only thing you really have to do is the tentacle has to attach to your neck. We don't have any more details past that. You still lose me at the phrase, open your neck. No, that's fair. It's I'm thinking it's bad phrasing. Not really a... Uh, no, no, it's just all bad. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, when people... When it attaches to their neck, they sort of immediately just get happy so Mm -hmm. you know it can't be all bad yeah everybody's happy and feeling the love they all love the tentacle uh i have that the professor wernstrom leela hermes and amy escape temporarily the planet express crew hides in the planet express building and zoidberg almost makes it he sort of goes in through a doggy door Uh uh-huh but then the tentacle comes and grabs him by his neck and he kind of gets squeezed back through that doggy door the professor is even like i never knew how much i'd miss him until he was gone not that much actually (laughs) poor zoidberg as they're kind of holed up in planet express fry comes to the window and tries to convince leela to love the tentacle as she as he does this she ends up cocking uh, like having laser pistols in both hands and also a foot all trained on his uh-huh. head. I, I think it's very impressive that she has that good control of her, her foot to be able to basically have the, the laser sight directly in his fore, on his forehead. Mm-hmm. Very good. One weird thing I did notice about the animation in this scene is that when Fry moves his head, the laser stays on the exact same spot regardless of how he moves his head. That's interesting. And so, yeah, just like go back and rewatch it because like... He moves his head way off to the side, and the laser stays totally focused on it. Like it would, it would, it would delay because the person, like the person, has to to move to follow. I mean, Leela's just that good. Maybe that is. 
Leela is very good at pointing guns with lasers at people. But no, it's just it was a very weird like the moment that I noticed that I couldn't look away because I'm like, that's not how laser sights really work. <laughs> but I, I've watched it. I can't unwatch it. So anyway, Leela doesn't believe Fry and gets Amy to fire the Dimondium cannon that just kind of bounce off the tentacle. Doesn't harm it at all. What use is there even in a cannon that shoots out bits of this diamond material? Well, it is hard. So it will definitely hurt if it hit something that was not invulnerable. So the professor has a blinking light on the table that indicates that the tentacle alien is made of electromatter, matter's badass grandma, which nothing in the, the universe can cut through it. Oh, we, we did sort of skip over... Uh, a, a part where Fry explains that uh, this being, that this tentacle being, mm-hmm. has watched Earth from afar and has loved us ever since we were amoebas. That's a weird thing. But it's important. That that comes back around. It does. Still weird, though. Meanwhile, at the Robot Arms Apartments, Bender is really upset because, uh, as he puts it, the League of Robots is totally lame and they're also they call themselves leaguey weegies which <laughs> i mean it's a bad name <laughs> it's true but it it's is, a funny name it yes both of the both of these things are true it's true we should start a world of warcraft guild called leaguey weegies counterpoint no we should start a Final Fantasy fourteen free company called Leaguey Weegies. I don't know about that. We should start... <laughs> what uh, else has clans? Lots of things. <laughs> Those are the only ones I play. EverQuest, that probably has guilds in it. Does EverQuest still happen? I thought they shut off those servers. Welcome to Ben Google's That Corner. Looking for EverQuest. It says the game runs present tense. Whoa. Okay. Didn't that come out in like 98? Uh, That came out in 1999. Oh, so close. Hey, but I was closest without going over. So I win the EverQuest. Damn it. Good job. Now let's start an EverQuest <laughs> guild called Leaky Weeks. Well, I mean, if I have the EverQuest, I might as well go for it. Um, no, it's fine. We got this. <laughs> so yeah, Bender is upset because his his club is totally lame, and and Fry's EverQuest guild of robots named Leaky Weegies is totally lame, and, and Fry is kind of not paying attention because he's now the the leader of a religion. He's the Pope of a new religion. It's fair. That's why we had a discussion about the Pope and the Pope's popsicle earlier. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So, um, uh, it, it, Pope, if you're out there, tweet at us uh, at Back to Futurama. Please get us at Pontifex. This wait, is the second wait. time we've asked for the Pope <laughs> to tweet at us. By the way, we we just want the Pope to tweet at us. This is what what. Okay, so this is the end Look, game of know, the podcast. You know, you've made it as a podcast when the Pope when the Pope tweets at you. When the Pope have the McElroy brothers gotten the Pope to tweet at them? Probably. I don't know if they've gotten the Pope a bump. 
I probably. I mean, they've been doing that for a while. Probably Roman Mars, ninety nine percent invisible. Yes, absolutely, he's absolutely got to have a Pope uh, tweet mm-hmm. easily. Serial, probably not. I don't think the Pope's into true crime. Probably not. No, uh, that one's an anomaly. That one. That one. I made it without the Pope. Made it without the Pope. Good job on Serial. Yeah, well done. But for the rest of us, the ones that have podcasts that you know may not have the same amount of listeners as Mabam Bam or. Harry Potter and the Sacred Text. I bet he's into that. Oh, absolutely. Well, I don't know. Harry Potter is kind of from from what I understand from when no, I was no, a kid. No, no, no. He's got a, a sacreds right in there, and they take a look at it from oh, like that's true. Like pre- it was the Bible, though, right? I think uh, that's their whole premise, right? That seems like a, a, a golden idol, if you will. I think. Hmm. Okay. Well, see, see this is why we need the Pope to tweet at see, us, so we he need can the, tell us we, what podcast he listens to. At this point, it's not about getting the Pope bump. We just need clarification at Pontifex. Also, as Mike from Back to the Futurama, uh, please do not tweet at the Pope. Um, <laughs> he has a lot of things going on. It's true. Fry points out he's the Pope of this new religion, and Bender's like, "Wait, weren't you already the Pope of something?" And Fry's like, nah, that wasn't me. And then he he goes off uh, out the window in these like fancy white and purple robes. Uh, <laughs> he has to go get a lot of tentacles installed into everyone in China. So he pulls twice on the tentacle and then it just whips him out the window and breaks the entire thing. It's actually pretty <laughs> a pretty cool looking little effect. That is definitely one way to get around. You don't have to worry about traffic. True. You, uh, I mean, it looks pretty fast. So, yeah. you know, you got to be at work at eight o'clock. You leave, leave at like seven fifty-seven. It's boom, true. you're there. Yeah. And then you get some, a good, a good amount of tentacle love in the middle there. And then you're good. Yeah. Uh, keep, put a, put a pin in that tentacle love. <laughs> um, I've opened my neck, Ben. Back at Planet Express, they are watching Linda and Morbo. And Linda is terrified. Oh, yeah. Like, her eyeliner is running and everything. And she's f- shouting about how we're all doomed and everything's awful. And then uh, it goes over to Morbo, who says something. And then Linda's like, I don't remember exactly what she says. She just, but she's, she's back to her, like, laughy self. Yeah. she's Even her makeup is all back to normal. She's talking about how great the tentacle is. And then that freaks morbo out so much that he runs out of the room morbo 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 runs out of the room think about that morbo leaving that means it's hit the fan later on they're all sleeping at planet express amy is sleeping with this like almost tommy gun looking gun Mm -hmm. and uh she wakes up and starts shooting wildly which causes leela to get up and start shooting wildly as well and so they are just shooting all around the room and it doesn't stop for a while it's a good amount of shooting and then uh at the end you know leela's like amy you gotta be more careful and amy says i thought i saw a tentacle but it was just a harmless land squid (laughs) and it 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 scuttles back into the wall it's it's a cute land squid it's a very cute land into it I'm just surprised it's not an owl. I mean, it does. Owls don't have tentacles, though. True. I don't want to see a tentacle owl. Please do not make a tentacle owl and send it to me. I do not want to see it. 
listeners, please make a tentacle owl no. and tweet at Back to Futurama. No, I don't want to see it. No. <laughs> All right, if you must. Anyway, anywho, uh, Amy then decides to go get some co coffee or something. I don't, I don't exactly remember what she said because it was definitely not just coffee. It was something. Anyway, so so she goes to get it, and guess what? A tentacle comes out instead of coffee, and then everything hits the fan because Hermes comes out of the bathroom with a tentacle coming out of the toilet, and they all run to the panic room. Yeah. Also, just so you know, uh, there's no website at tentacleowl.com yet. <sighs> Anyways. They... Well, you're going to dream about the Pope. I'm going to have a nightmare <laughs> about a tentacle owl. Dear Diary, dreamt about the tentacle owl again. Oh, we're, we are so close to, to bad territory, my friend. There's a quick shot over at the this like big cathedral where everything is covered in tentacles and Fry is sort of presiding over everything in this fancy chair. And my one note about this scene is Fry is happy. Yeah, Fry is pretty happy about this arrangement. Mm -hmm. That's all I got. Yeah, I didn't I didn't even write it down. <laughs> Back at Planet Express, uh, the professor has invented neck protectors, which it's very obvious even from the animation. It is... Toilet paper tubes cut in half with, like, string to tie it around your neck. Yes. Fortunately, well, unfortunately, uh, they only realize that the professor's already been infiltrated by the tentacle when he starts re lowering the defenses of Planet Express. Yeah, I'm not thrilled with the phrase infiltrated by the tentacle. I just went with tentacled. I mean, they're both accurate. Everybody in Planet Express, except for Amy and Leela, mm -hmm. get tentacled or infiltrated by the tentacle, however you want to say it. <laughs> and then there's this weird chase scene with Amy and Leela on Amy's party board and Wernstrom flying <laughs> behind them, um, being supported by this tentacle. Yeah. And um, I do have to say, like, I'm not necessarily into this weird tentacle dystopian future. Mm-hmm. Not having to walk anywhere because tentacles just like take you where around. you need to go. I'm kind of into that. Yeah, I would be into that too, except for the the whole tentacle business. Because like throughout this episode, every time somebody is tentacled and they're moving around, they don't walk anywhere. They're just sort of like it's like hovering, but you've got a tentacle sticking out the back of your neck. So there's pros and cons, I would say. Mostly cons, but you get that flying thing. You which get is a pretty pro, cool. Yeah. And it seems like you can just go wherever because Fry had to go to China. No passport, no visa. Just go. I do like the chase scene, though. It's pretty fun. It's got a lot of good, like, 3D mm -hmm. animation. It's a pretty action heavy sort yeah. of sequence. And it ends with Wernstrom wrapping himself around a, like, a, a traffic pole and hitting his head on it, which I thought was kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Later on in dystopian New New York, Leela and Amy are hiding out, and uh, they are both very upset. Amy misses Kiff a uh -huh. lot. And in the dumpster next to them, Zap appears. And he's got a quesadilla. He's going he's gonna to be under the quesadilla for when they need to repopulate everything. Yeah, it's... Which is not what's going, going on. No, not, no, okay. Dear Diary. Oh, God. Had a dream about the quesadilla again. The quesadilla? 
I mean, it's my dream. Oh, okay. So you I'm know gonna, how to say quesadilla. So yeah. Uh, yeah, Zap Zap is there. He's not tentacled, and so he sort of conspires with them, and also you know tries to repopulate the world mm-hmm. with them. And this is when Hermes comes in and tries to get them to join the tentacle. God, we say tentacle so many times in this episode. I mean, they're tentacles. How to describe them? Tentacles. If you have another word, please. No, I got nothing. See, it's just exactly. it's a lot of saying like, tentacles. I don't want to say tentacle anymore, and I desperately want to say anything else than tentacle. You but ever yet, play tentacle that? Tentacle is what what we're gonna say. You ever play that game, Day of the Tentacle? I actually have not. It's very I good. Should. I've I've it's the, by the same guy who made Monkey Island, right? Yeah, Tim Gilbert. Um, I mean it's Ron a Gilbert. it's a Lucas Arts. Right. Um, I mean it's it's a sequel to Maniac Mansion. Right. Yeah. I I only started with the uh, the Monkey Island. Games. Okay. But okay. no, it's it's uh it's a good game. I'm sure there's a remaster somewhere I can pick up on Steam or something. Oh, probably. I'll do that. All right, because you, if you haven't gotten your fill of tentacles, oh, I need more tentacles in my life, especially since the dream I'm gonna have tonight is about <laughs> tentacle owl. Back at the cathedral, Fry has his minions basically haul Colleen in his his ex girlfriend. And uh, Fry sort of has this weird ego trip for a little bit where he's just like, oh, you didn't think I was good enough for, uh, I guess you never thought I'd become tentacle Pope of the world, uh, which, I mean, n- nobody thought that. Fry, no one saw that coming whatsoever, Fry. Be cl- be com- come on. Be fair. Colleen goes on this whole thing about how, like, you know, it's... No she- one man is enough. Right. Because, you know, you're not... Chinese or you know basically she's just naming a bunch of ethnicities which sort of confirms my suspicions from the first episode yeah Fry is like he like he he looks like he is just about to like totally go evil on her and then he's like but no you know what I agree with you then she gets tentacled Mm -hmm. and then she experiences the love of the tentacle that they all share now and then all of her other boyfriends come in for a big hug. And some music starts up. And for a moment, I was going to be like, a whole new world. Like, it, it really felt like it was building to that song. <laughs> and then I was let down. Let down by Beast with a Billion Backs. In New New York, Leela, Amy, and Zap are all running away. Uh, then Bender's there for some reason. Yeah, they kind of get trapped in an alcove and put out an SOS, and Bender's like, hey, what's up? And they hide, or Bender hides them in Destructor's oh. leg. Yeah, that was the name of it. I had Exterminator, and I'm like, that's not right. And he's like, my leg feels funny. <laughs> I do love the fact that the only thing that Destructor talks about is his leg and how it feels. I adore it. And... uh you know, I mean, we've all got that one friend where it's like they get a paper cut and then they're talking about their paper cut for like yeah. a week. Sure. And they're like, okay, we get it. We, we all get paper cuts. So they go to the League of Robots, uh, their their little hideout there. And Calculon is just like, man, I'm going to turn up the heat. And he cranks up the heat to like 600 degrees. Mm-hmm. Literal fire is being pumped out of the fireplace. And it's getting really hot in Destructor's leg. 
And so they just can't take it anymore, and they all pile out of the leg. I call, I call it the steamy leg, because Zap says he's going to be steamed to death in his own velour. It's no good. It's full of steam. Ah. Bringing it back around. We sure are. Uh, Bender basically shushes them out the door without trying to act like he knows them at all. Right. Because all the robots are like, wait, you know these humans? And he's like, no, uh, I'm get get out of here. I'll kill you while try, not pointing, not out, pointing the out where the exit is and uh, all that. So he does not act very well because then all the other robots are like, Bender, you know some humans. You like some humans. Uh, and this causes Bender to challenge Calculon to a duel. Yep. For being kind of a jerk about it. That is a fact. Uh, Amy, Zap, and Leela find an abandoned cabin. Oh, wait. Are we just going to skip right over the line where... Uh, yes, because I do not have it. Go ahead. Where Hedonism Bot says, It seems Bender hates humans the way I hate having my <laughs> nipples polished with sandpaper. Yes, because I did not write that down. Okay. Well, uh, what I are you doing choices. with her life? I made choices. <laughs> and this one was a no for me. Enjoy the tentacle owl later. <laughs> Um, <sighs> now you're just like taunting me with it's it. It's true. Anyway, uh, Amy's and Lila find an abandoned cabin, which used to be a soup <laughs> soup bootlegger's ca- bootlegger's cabin from soup prohibition. I want to know all about soup prohibition. <laughs> there should be a whole episode about this. Like, there Futurama does this thing where it's just like, okay, we've got this weird throwaway line that's like. Some event happened between the year 2000 and the year 3000 and resulted in soup prohibition. It, we don't need to talk about it because everybody, you know, knows exactly what that was. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I talk, if I talk to you about, you know, what a speakeasy was, you're not going to oh, be yeah. like, wait, what was speakeasy? What? What? What was prohibition? Like, I don't need to explain the whole thing. So right. clearly they don't need to. It's true. But as the audience, it's like, okay, well, wait, what happened? And usually I'm like, oh, okay, ha, that's funny. Soup prohibition is like the biggest one where I'm like, no, no, wait, 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 wait. I need more information on this. Can we talk about soup (laughs) prohibition, please? Can you put me in middle school when you learn this? Because I need to learn this. Was it like, because like alcohol prohibition, it was, you know, about morals and and Mm -hmm. temperance and and that kind of stuff yeah the soup menace was real like what was the purpose of the soup prohibition people were just eating too much soup and getting sick did you have like soup gangsters like there were in in actual prohibition like do you is there an al capone of soup oh i like this is there a soup pun you can make out of al capone you, you've seen me looking up in the distance trying to make this one work. <laughs> Al because, Minestrone. Oh, okay, cool. Because yeah. he does eat, drink bathtub Minestrone, which is a okay. terrifying Al, thing. Al Minestrone, the famous soup gangster. Uh-huh. Uh, like, I want to know all about that. I want to know about the soup runs mm-hmm. that turned into what I'm assuming is similar to NASCAR. Yeah, exactly. Because NASCAR kind of came out of prohibition right and like i want to know all about this so just stop the episode give me a like 15 minute 
I don't even know if we need that long. Like, you know that Crash Course series yeah, yeah. on YouTube? Give sure. me a Crash Course on Soup Prohibition. I need a Schoolhouse Rock on Soup Prohibition. <laughs> I want, need, and de- frankly deserve it. I've put, yeah. put in a lot of hours on Futurama at this point. I deserve <laughs> more information about Soup Prohibition. So yeah, they find this cabin. Uh, We've put in a lot of hours on Futurama, my friend. They f- it, it shows as we're slowly losing our mind. <laughs> they find this cabin from Soup Prohibition days. So there's plenty of soup. Uh, at one point, Leela's even like pulling soup up out of the well. Uh, so, you know, they can exist there for a while. I, just- I'm just surprised at the idea of ground soup. Like the soup table. Yeah. I don't know. Is there a soup cycle? Soup aquifers and... Exactly. Mm-hmm. Soup reservoirs. I want to know more. I'm going to live in that world, man. Soup is great. <laughs> so they decide, you know, we, we can live here for a, a while because it was from the soup prohibition. There's yeah. plenty of soup. And on the first night, Amy is outside... Uh, she's crying over Kiff. She really misses Kiff, um, who, of course, died in the previous episode. Mm-hmm. Zap comes out and implies that he misses him more than his wife could ever know. He was his fourth lieutenant, after all. He th- there's not a month that goes by that he doesn't think of Kiff. And so he kind of starts trying to uh, console her. Uh-huh. It, it just ends up uh, succeeding in wanting to sleep with her. Right. Because it cuts to the next morning. Leela's fishing up the soup from the well and she's bringing it to their rooms and the door opens and Zap and Amy are in bed together, totally mm-hmm. naked. And um, Leela freaks out, but it turns out she's actually freaking out because slowly purple tentacles are coming into the room. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, Zap and Amy also get tentacled. I really like that they wait till the morning. It's a sporting event then. Because it's you don't do it in the cover of darkness. Right. That's there's there can't be consent. There. Li- like yeah, exactly. You wait till it's light and then I mean you still don't take the consent, but I mean it's closer. Right. Um I mean I there yeah, there's some stuff. <laughs> so Leela gets uh grabbed by the tentacles. It sort of wraps her up and then mm-hmm. she manages to duck out of it, and the very end of it sort of gets tied up in a loop, yeah. and then that causes the end of it, um, just the tip, to fall off. It's, and yep, that was that was a legitimate uh-huh. phrase. No, no, I, I know, said I know, and it's going to get better when we talk about what's happening next. Uh, but uh, Amy and when Amy and Zap try to convince her to accept the tentacle. Um, she says, I'm saving my neck for a rich, handsome Dracula. Yeah, I mean, me too. I mean, I'm always waiting for that rich, handsome Dracula to come sweep me off my feet. Tweet at Back to Futurama if you are such a thing. Now, what if that rich, handsome Dracula turns into... Tentacle Owl? Owl. Yeah, I knew where you were going with this. <laughs> I guess I'll just have to accept my my new yep. rich tent rich tentacle tentacle owl dracula handsome guy we've said tentacle so many times I, it's lost all it, meaning it it's not a word anymore it's um, a series of sounds but yeah so that the little tip uh is kind of crawling on the floor and uh-huh. so leela grabs it and heads back to planet express where 
Hermes and the professor are playing some weird like Pac-Man chess. Yeah. Uh, pr- the professor is happy that he doesn't have to move his bowels anymore because a family in, I think, Iowa or something does it for him. I mean, I don't want to get too blue on this podcast, but if I could outsource my pooping, that would be living the dream. <laughs> Dear Diary. I dreamt I dreamt the outsourcing poop dream again. I mean, I mean, it's hard to argue. Uh-huh. If right? I could, if I could just outsource most of my bodily functions, I think I'd be okay with it. Some though need to remain with me, like eating. I like eating a lot. Me too. Leela uh, manages to sneak into the lab. She looks under the microscope at this tentacle tip, mm-hmm. and she is shocked by her findings. And then. She shows up at the cathedral um, where after, after she uh, uh, she is kind of confronted by the professor and a lot of tentacles. Yes. And so she shows up to the cathedral. Um, Fry is getting ready for this big grand event. The the so so important that he can't use his comedy staff that Zoiberg had prepared. So I do so like the comedy staff. It's very good. And especially when Zoiberg is told that he can't use it, it goes Burr, and and gets really sad and it's very good. So yeah, Fry is saying that, you know, the the being is going to uh ha- have this grand announcement to everybody in the world. And so he's getting ready, like they're putting makeup on him. He's getting ready to present. Leela comes in and reveals that she too has definitely totally been tentacled. A hundred percent tentacled. Shows the tentacle in her back and everything. Mm-hmm. And so Fry's like, "Oh, cool! You've finally like accepted um, accepted the being's love." Mm-hmm. And then so he goes out to address the crowd and says that the being has uh, revealed its name. The being is called Yevo, mm-hmm. and uh, announces its pronouns, which are Shli and Shlim. And it has no gender. Right. Which is important, and I, and I appreciate that. And so Fry opens his mouth, and then this tentacle comes out of it. Yep. This is what I wanted to talk about, because I was watching this scene as my girlfriend came out of the <laughs> office and was... Uh, doing oh, something. No. We're still we're still in the middle of unpacking everything. So she was very preoccupied. I don't know that she saw this scene. I hope not, because I was prepared to have to try to explain <laughs> a lot of what was going on because this is a weird scene to walk in on. So dear, <laughs> dear diary, she saw me watching the Evo <laughs> clip again. I mean. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, oh, there's a lot of weird stuff that would have been easier to explain yeah. than what is going on here. I will say you could just be like, I, I, you want an answer? I can't give you that now. Wait for the podcast. Just tune in. <laughs> See, this is the marketing we Go need to, to learn. Listen to Back to F- the Futurama, wherever fine podcasts are. True. Like Apple Podcasts. Or wait, we're going to our final. And, um, anyway, so yeah, I don't know if she actually but I imagine if she did, <laughs> she probably would have said something because there's yes. literally a tentacle coming, coming out, out of the... Fry's mouth. <laughs> it looks like his jaw is just like unhinged like yeah. a snake. And this tentacle is speaking 
it says uh, greetings to the beings of Universe Gamma, which turns out that is our universe. Neat. Yivo is, of course, also voiced by David Cross, mm-hmm. which is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a, a hard voice to miss once you, you know. Yeah. Once you know. Yivo says that, you know, given this whole history, uh, says, I saw the Big Bang. Like, I was alone, and then I saw the Big Bang, and I was like, whoa, who is that? And then from that moment on, Yivo was lonely. Mm-hmm. Until Fry, the emissary from our universe, came over and saw that he was also lonely. And then at this point, Leela reveals that her tentacle was actually a purple hose the whole time. And Whoa, then, I'm surprised. Right? Pulls, it, pulls out this hose and then sprays it at Fry. Yeah. And then ends up, I think she kicks him? Uh, yeah, kicks him or punches him and then holds up the end of this tentacle and says, this isn't a tentacle, they're genticles. That's right. The tentacles have actually been mating with you the whole time. And that's where it ends. (laughs) Now, my girlfriend definitely did see this part. And I was like, yeah, there's a lot going on here. So, yeah. So so there is going to be discussions. Mm -hmm. Um, But then we get the the to be continued. And that means that it is time for... Grave. There's a lot of weird stuff going on here. Um, it's still trying to pull together all these different threads from the previous episode. Um, I honestly think that this one maybe even suffers more from being split up into mm-hmm. parts of a movie than the last one did. I mean, we, we get one major question sort of answered. We find out what all these tentacles are. Mm-hmm. Um but we don't get a lot of backstory on who or what Yivo is yet. Right. Fry becoming Pope of a tentacle religion is interesting. Like, it's kind of fun, mm-hmm. but it's also really weird. Mm-hmm. The Robot League, uh, League of Robots, that none of that's paying off yet. Um, and, you know, at this point, we sort of le- leave the episode with literally everyone on the planet is being mated with by these tentacles and this extra dimensional being. Except for Leela. Except for Leela. It's all it's all just very weird. Yes. Um, I'm, I will say that this is probably my least favorite of the four movies. Okay. And it's this kind of stuff that really uh, is why, because, like, it's just... It it's out there. Even for Futurama, it's kind of right. weird. Honestly, I think I'm probably going to give it another C minus for the second week in a row. Okay. Um, I do think that by the end, once this all sort of wraps up in part four, the overall movie will probably be a little bit higher than that, but mm-hmm. not by a ton. But you know, you've got these two sort of weird out there chunks of this really weird out there movie. It's really tough to follow. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, it's not my kind of thing. So I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, say C minus again. Yeah, that's fair. I don't really have any disagreements. It's, it's, it's too body horror-y for me yeah. for the Futurama. It, that doesn't feel like it fits Futurama very well. I mean, other than Zoidberg. Zoidberg is all body well, humor. Yeah. Uh, horror. Humor horror. Body horror humor. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Uh it's it's not my my bag really um there's some I, I i mean i didn't laugh a whole lot and feel like i was being led to laugh a whole lot either there was the good bit about like the death 
death ball arena that oh yeah i love like, that that's neat and like the the squid and stuff like that like but it's all like small stuff and i don't and soup prohibition well that's See, less i would have rather that's less funny and more i need to know more more definite real future history yes I, I just want to know for my own benefit in case soup prohibition is coming, then I can prepare now. Right. Um, that being, <laughs> uh, that being said, I just, I didn't really enjoy it. And I don't, I, I agree with you. I don't really enjoy this movie and rewatching it has reminded me why I didn't. And I think I'm going to agree with you with a C minus it's, I mean, it's, you know, functional. It mm-hmm. moves the story along. So it's not, it's not a broken thing. It's not a, like a bad thing. It's just not my jam. And, and maybe it is somebody's like, yeah. And if it's yours, I we want to hear about it. Yeah. We absolutely want to hear about that. Um, or if you want to talk to us about the Pope, apparently, or we are just, we want to talk Owl, about the Pope or, you know, whatever else we talk. I've lost so much of what we talked about. Uh, this Papa episode. I mean, that's, that's Pope related. Well, I mean, it's important if we want to talk about the Pope, things related to the Pope, Pope, Pope related things. If you are the Pope, Pope Pori, if you just want to, you know, tell us this episode was really dumb, we get that too. Oh no, uh, yeah, I mean, we knew. <laughs> we you, know. you can get in contact with us <laughs> in several ways. Um, you can email us at Back to the Futurama Podcast at gmail dot com. You can tweet at us at Back to Futurama. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash back to Futurama. We are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so find us there, review us, rate us, subscribe, and boy, I guess send to your friends this week. I mean, <laughs> if they're big fans of the Pope, I guess. I, it, boy, uh-huh. just know your friends if this is the episode you're sending them. Yeah. Just know that. Um, and we are on Patreon as well. We live streamed this episode, which uh, I don't think anybody actually tuned into this time, but... Our patrons at the $5 and up level got to listen to this episode, and it's totally uncut glory, for better or worse. Um, there were definitely a lot of stuff I cut out of this one. We- I can tell you that right now. And they got to listen to it all ahead of time and without uh, fixing up, w- without putting lipstick on this pig. You've demeaned pigs with, with how bad... <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a straight minute where I'm just laughing. Oh yes. So you know, because you're 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 causing my my nightmares. If you want to check that out and become a patron, you can do that at Patreon.com/slash/BackToFuturama. Uh, we'd love it if you you do, and if you if you don't feel like we it, understand. we understand that we love you anyway, <laughs> because this one was this one was a one. We put we put bits and bytes into a computer, and then you're listening to them. And uh, we sure did. Until next time, when we wrap up the Beast with a Billion Backs. I'm Ben, and I'm Mike. Goodbye, Goodbye from, from the, the world, world of tomorrow. tomorrow.